Welcome to Bandcamp. My name's Dan. And I'm Jennifer. And this is the podcast where we read banned books to find out why in the heck they were banned in the first place. And the season we are reading to kill a mockingbird one chapter at a time out loud. Please do yourself a favor. Go to the library and get this book if your library has it. And if it doesn't have it, order it because this is a great book. The last handful of chapters have been kind of depressing because a lot of heavy stuff came down. Yeah, but maybe it'll turn around here. Maybe it'll be a happy ending. Well, okay. So last episode, we were feasting. Feasting. That's how I look at a cocktail, Jennifer. I (laughs) feast on it. Take a nice big bite. (laughs) Uh, We were having the tequila mockingbird. The recipe for tequila mockingbird was in last episode's show notes. Make it yourself. Try to find the herbal liquor. Don't cheap out and go triple sec like I did. Because in my mind, it tasted a lot better than the thing that actually tasted. You know, I didn't think it was bad. It wasn't bad. Today, we are finally unveiling our recipe. Can we say this is our recipe for Ms. Maudie's Lane Cake? Well, you can say it's our recipe, yes. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, we had to come up with it, or Chat GPT came up. Is that Shut what up. No, up no, 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 no. <laughs> we went in our test kitchens and we spent a long time coming up with so this we did recipe. 15 versions. <laughs> Again, picture, recipe in the show notes. I am ready to stop doing the podcast and open up a bakery. This because... is really good, Dan. This is a good thing. And Dan, you made it. Oh, listen. This is all Dan here. Oh, come on. Thank you. I, I, I don't have anything prepared. I do have a little speech. When I came up with the recipe, no, uh, <laughs> it is really good. Everyone make this. Uh, I will say it's a pain in the ass to make. It was is, it really? It was really hard. It didn't take you too long. Did, did you it? not see your kitchen? Yeah, but I mean, that's just that's the aftermath of any cake, really. This seemed very hard to me. It was good. It was the combination of raisins and raisins. Who would have thought? Was it whiskey? Yes, whiskey, the shinny. Right. The combination and then like the frosting, delicious. I think it was like the best frosting I ever had, honestly. Oh, thank you, Jennifer. I want to thank the good people at Betty Crocker frosting in a can. Come on. That was not it. Handmade, homemade (laughs) frosting. All right. What chapter are we doing today? Well, today we're going to do chapter 26. We're quickly approaching the end of the book. There's only 31 chapters. So after this one, we're practically there. And I hope the next five chapters are not depressing because we have no more booze-laden treats to get us through these chapters. And on that note, here we go with chapter 26. School started, and so did our daily trips past the Radley Place. Jem was in the seventh grade and went to high school, beyond the grammar school building. I was now in the third grade, and our routines were so different I only walked to school with Jem in the mornings and saw him at mealtimes. He went out for football, but was too slender and too young yet to do anything but carry the team water buckets. This This he did with enthusiasm. Most afternoons, he was seldom home before dark. The Radley place had ceased to terrify me, but it was no less gloomy, no less chilly under its great oaks, and no less uninviting. Mr. Nathan Rat... I guess that'll be the last time I play that music. 
<laughs> now that it's not terrifying anymore. <laughs> Let me put this record back on the shelf to gather dust. Goodbye, friend. Mr. Nathan Radley could still be seen on a clear day, walking to and from town. We knew Boo was there for the same old reason. Nobody'd seen him carried out yet. <laughs> it's the only way you can tell he's alive and kicking. I sometimes felt a twinge of remorse when passing by the old place at ever having taken part in what must have been sheer torment to Arthur Radley. What reasonable recluse wants children peeping through his shutters, delivering greeting cards at the end of a fishing pole, wandering in his collards at night? And yet I remembered two Indian head pennies, chewing gum, soap dolls, a rusty metal, a broken watch chain. Jem must have put them away somewhere. I stopped and looked at the tree one afternoon. The trunk was swelling around its cement patch. The patch itself was turning yellow. Oh, good. It's pushing that horrible cement off of it and thriving. And so it, it, it sounds like Scout is growing up and she feels bad for tormenting him in a way. Oh, yeah. But I think Boo Radley liked it. He liked their he, antics. He probably thought they were adorable. He he yeah. understood where they were coming. He was mischievous once. Yeah, yeah. We had almost seen him a couple of times. A good enough score for anybody. But I still looked for him each time I went by. Maybe someday we would see him. I imagined how it would be. When it happened, he'd just be sitting in the swing when I came along. Heidi do, Mr. Arthur. I would say, as if I had said it every afternoon of my life. Evening, Jean Louise, he would say, as if he had said it every afternoon of my life. Right pretty spell we're having, isn't it? Yes, sir, right pretty, I would say and go on. It was only a fantasy. We would never see him. He probably did go out when the moon was down and graze upon Miss Stephanie Crawford. I'd have picked somebody else to look at, but that was his business. Oh my God, I thought you said graze on her. Did I say graze? I don't know, but in my <laughs> mind, you said graze. Like, oh, he's still crazy. He's still a crazed killer. He's still crunching on the flesh of other living beings. So the word is gaze and not graze. Yeah, and I apologize okay. if I said graze. Yeah, it could be my sick M mind. Might have been a slip. You aren't starting that again, are you? Said Atticus one night when I expressed a stray desire just to have one good look at Boo Radley before I died. If you are, I'll tell you right now. Stop it. I'm too old to go chasing you off the Radley property. Besides, it's dangerous. You might get shot. You know Mr. Radley shoots at every shadow he sees, even shadows that leave size four bare footprints. You were lucky not to be killed. Oh, so he, he figured it out, right? Oh, yeah. Atticus yeah. knows. He probably knew that night. Yeah. I hushed then and there. At the same time, I marveled at Atticus. This was the first time he had let us know he knew a lot more about something than we thought he knew, and it had happened years ago. No, only last summer. No, summer before last, when time was playing tricks on me. I must remember to ask Jem. Jem's not going to want to talk about it. <laughs> so many things had happened to us. Boo Radley was the least of our fears. Atticus said he didn't see how anything else could happen, that things had a way of settling down, and after enough time passed, people would forget that Tom Robinson's existence was ever brought to their attention. Wow. So people moved on quick, even back then. Yeah. That's sad. He should not be. He should not be forgotten. Absolutely not. Perhaps Atticus was right. But the events of the summer hung over us like smoke in a closed room. 
The adults in Maycomb never discussed the case with Jem and me. It seemed that they discussed it with their children, and their attitude must have been that neither of us could help having Atticus for a parent. So their children must be nice to us in spite of him. Wait, I thought the town liked Atticus. I understand they don't like black people and they don't like him standing up for him, but didn't the town like Atticus? Yeah, I thought they liked him and they basically looked at the whole trial as, I think Miss Stephanie talked about this, but well, look, Atticus is a good guy. He's kind of stupid right now. If he wants to beat his head against a wall trying to defend an N-word, that's fine. But he's a good enough guy, right? Maybe I was just mistaken the whole time. I That's thought, what I thought that, too, though. I thought everyone liked and respected him. But but keep not. in mind, we are reading Scout's narration. Well, that's so true. She might think that things, because I'm sure things did change. Maybe she's growing and she's looking at the people that she thought were friends. And now she's just being a little more cynical, which oh, could be. It's possible. Okay. The children would never have thought that up for themselves. Had our classmates been left to their own devices, Jim and I would have had several swift, satisfying fistfights apiece and ended the matter for good. <laughs> As it was, we were compelled to hold our heads high and be, respectively, a gentleman and a lady. In a way, it was like the era of Mrs. Henry Lafayette Dubois without all her yelling. <laughs> there was one odd thing, though, that I never understood. In spite of Atticus's shortcomings as a parent, People were content to re-elect him to the state legislature that year, as usual, without opposition. So did he win because he didn't have opposition or did he win because he was like the If you're running for something, (laughs) Jennifer, and you win by a landslide because no one else was running, how would you feel? (laughs) Not too good. (laughs) I came to the conclusion that people were just peculiar I withdrew from them and never thought about them until I was forced to. Wow. So she is becoming a recluse. Yeah. She's or becoming cynical. Boo Bradley. Oh, I can dust this off. Hold on. Let me dust the piano music off. Put this back on the turntable. Read that line again so I can put <laughs> death piano on. I came to the conclusion that people were just peculiar. I withdrew from them and never thought about them until I was forced to. She's turning into Boo Radley. I was forced to one day in school. Once a week, we had a current events period. Each child was supposed to clip an item from a newspaper, absorb its contents, and reveal them to the class. This practice allegedly overcame a variety of evils. Standing in front of his fellows encouraged good posture and gave a child poise. Delivering a short talk made him word conscious. Learning his current events strengthened his memory. Being singled out made him more than ever anxious to return to the group. The idea was profound, but as usual, in Maycomb it didn't work very well. (laughs) In the first place, few rural children had access to newspapers. That's why libraries are important. That's right. So the burden of current events was borne by the town children, convincing the bus children more deeply that the town children got all the attention anyways. The rural children who could usually brought clippings from what they called the Grit Paper, a publication spurious in the eyes of Miss Gates, our teacher. Why she... Hold on, Jen. Have you ever heard of Grit, the newspaper? No. Really? Tell me. I grew up on a farm in Wisconsin. I knew all about it. 
In fact, for about 10 minutes, I wanted to work at Grit Newspaper as a stringer. I really wanted to be a journalist. That's what I went to college for. Okay. As a journalism major. But as a kid, I remember being like eight years old and submitting to Grit to be <laughs> one of their reporters. Yeah. Yeah. And now you grew up in the big city. I grew up in the woods. I'm woods people. You grew up in the big city and you never heard of it? No, I never heard of uh, Grit Paper. Wow. I wouldn't know what that is. If I mean, I'm impressed. That's cool that they had a woods paper. Well, I mean, seriously, like it's it takes something to put together a little paper, you know. A lot can be said for American life and traditions. That's why Grit Magazine was founded over 100 years ago and why it's still published today. At Grit, we treasure a set of values and traditions that are uniquely American. That is interesting. Okay, well, now I know what a Grit paper is. The Grit paper. I wonder what kind of articles they... I guess we'll find out here. Why she frowned when a child recited from the Grit paper, I never knew. But in some way, it was associated with liking fiddling, eating syrupy biscuits for lunch, being a holy roller, singing... Hmm. Sweetly sings the donkey and pronouncing it donkey. But why the hell was I into this newspaper? <laughs> what all of, is going on? All of which the state paid teachers to discourage. Well, I think it's fine to be of the country as long as you got your news. That's what eight-year-old Dan Schultz <laughs> thought when he was being a gravy drinking holy roller. Even so, not many of the children knew what a current event was. Little Chuck Little, a hundred years old in his Little garden. Chuck Little making his way back to the story with his gun. That's right. <laughs> Little Chuck Little, a hundred years old in his knowledge of cows and their habits, was halfway through an Uncle Natural story when Miss Gates stopped him. Charles, that is not a current event. That is an advertisement. I don't know. It's third grade. Let Don't embarrass him in front of the whole class. Let him tell his story. Cecil Jacobs knew what one was, though. When his turn came, he went to the front of the room and began, Old Hitler! <laughs> Old Hitler! Adolf Hitler, Cecil, said Miss Gates. One never begins with old anybody. What does that mean? I guess everybody's old. Old Mr. Whatever. Old mule. Now, right? old, but I go old man. Old man Radley. Old man Yule. <laughs> old man Hitler over there with the Jews. Did you see the uh, picture of uh, Adolf Hitler? <laughs> Pardon? Did you there's say like, tit? <laughs> there's like this white supremo Nazi man who thinks he looks all hot and he's out there with his like swastikas and other white power tattoos. Yeah. He's got like these little boobs. Jesus Christ. What is he called? Adolf Hitler? Yes. Yeah. Adolf. I mean, he doesn't call himself that, obviously. Hitler. Adolf. T Just look at the images. Don't actually look for a bio or anything. This guy. Yeah. This yeah. That guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's Adolf Hitler. <laughs> Look at his haircut. He's got a bowl haircut, which is, you know, they think the undercut is the Nazi cut, but that that cut, that's also the Dylan Roof cut. It's like the bowl, the shaggy bowl. Everything about this guy. Look at this guy. 
Oh, God. Okay, you can, is there any way you can get the rest of the images off the screen? <laughs> oh, wait, I'm sorry. I'm sharing the wrong <laughs> I was looking at this guy. I'm leaving the, the bear uh, nip Hitler there. Oh, God. All right, we're not putting this in the show notes. Everybody, you go to Google and look up Adolf Hitler. Yes, ma'am, he said. Old Adolf Hitler has been prosecuting the persecuting Cecil. No, Miss Gates, it says here. Well, anyway, old Adolf Hitler has been after the Jews and he's putting them in prisons and he's taking away all their property and he won't let any of them out of the country and he's washing all the feeble-minded and washing the feeble-minded? Yes, ma'am, Miss Gates. I reckon they don't have sense enough to wash themselves. I don't reckon an idiot could keep himself clean. Well, anyway, Hitler started a program to round up all the half-Jews, too, and he wants to register him in case they might want to cause him any trouble. And I think this is a bad thing, and that's my current event. Well, good job, Cecil Jacobs. Good job. I like that uh, Harper Lee uh, going through her laundry list of big things she can write about. I know. <laughs> Stuff something else into this book. <laughs> wow. Did not see the Nazis coming into this. Well. It's very similar. I mean, it's white supremacy, right? So, oh boy, you're not wrong. And the, the twain shall meet again. <laughs> very good, Cecil, said Miss Gates. Puffing, Cecil returned to his seat. A hand went up in the back of the room. How can he do that? Who do what? asked Miss Gates patiently. I mean, how can Hitler just put a lot of folks in a pen like that? Looks like the government'd stop him, said the owner of the hand. Hitler is the government, said Miss Gates, and seizing an opportunity to make education dynamic, she went to the blackboard. She printed democracy in large letters. Democracy, she said. Does anybody have a definition? Us, said somebody. I raised my hand, remembering an old campaign slogan Atticus had once told me about. What do you think it means, Jean Louise? Oh, here we go. Here's the line. Equal rights for all. Special privileges for none, I quoted. Very good, Jean Louise, very good, Miss Gates smiled. In front of democracy. <laughs> democracy. <laughs> Thanks, Sean Connery stopping by. In front of democracy, she printed, we are a. Now, class, say it all together. We are a democracy. We said it. Then Miss Gates said, that's the difference between America and Germany. We are a democracy, and Germany is a dictatorship. And smart little point here, Germany was a democracy. It was like one of the most liberal places before Hitler. And uh, you can always just vote in a dictator, and I think some people would prefer that. Not, not, me, not me. Right now, in a number of states, the laws allow a baby to be born from his or her mother's womb in the ninth month. It is wrong it has to change. Dictatorship, she said. Over here, we don't believe in persecuting anybody. Persecution comes from people who are prejudiced, she enunciated carefully. There are no better people in the world than the Jews. And why Hitler doesn't think so is a mystery to me. An inquiring soul in the middle of the room said, Why don't they like the Jews, you reckon, Miss Gates? I don't know, Henry. They contribute to every society they live in. And most of all, they are a deeply religious people. 
Hitler's trying to do away with religion, so maybe he doesn't like them for that reason. Cecil spoke up. Well, I don't know for certain, he said. They're supposed to change money or something. But that ain't no cause to persecute them. Oh, Cecil. Yeah, I was on your side, Cecil. They're white, ain't they? He, but, but like, how brilliant is it? I was just thinking of that while you were reading the sentences before. It's like, yeah, I know another group of people who seem to help every community they're in and who seem deeply religious and who you didn't have a problem uh, saying was guilty two chapters ago, right? Maybe this will be a learning moment, though. Yeah, Yeah. it has to be. Miss Gates said, when you get to high school, Cecil, you'll learn that the Jews have been persecuted since the beginning of history even driven out of their own country. It's one of the most terrible stories in history. Time for arithmetic, children. Aw, Miss Gates. She said what she needed to say, Jennifer. Put the issue to bed. (laughs) As I had never liked arithmetic, I spent the period looking out the window. The only time I ever saw Atticus scowl was when Elmer Davis would give us the latest on Hitler. Atticus would snap off the radio and say, hmm, I asked him once why he was so impatient with Hitler, and Atticus said, because he's a maniac. This would not do, I mused, as the class proceeded with its sums. One maniac and millions of German folks looked to me like they'd shut Hitler in a pen instead of letting him shut them up. There was something else wrong. I would ask my father about it. I did, and he said he could not possibly answer my question because he didn't know the answer. But it's okay to hate Hitler. It is, Atticus, you're, t- you're wrong again on this Please one, Atticus. Tell you what, he did not. No, he did not. He did not. He says, it is not. He said, it's not okay to hate anybody. Listen, everyone, you get a pass on Hitler. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Atticus, I said, there's something I don't understand. Miss Gates said it was awful. Hitler doing like he does. She got real red in the face about it. I should think she would. But, yes, nothing, sir. I went away, not sure that I could explain to Atticus what was on my mind. Not sure that I could clarify what was only a feeling. Mm-hmm. That's that cognitive dissonance and rattling around in there. Perhaps Jem could provide the answer. Jem understood school things better than Atticus. And I'm guessing she's like, but what about black people? Right? Right, right. Jem was worn out from a day's water carrying. There were at least 12 banana peels on the floor by his bed. <laughs> That's a dozen bananas. Is that like one day's worth? I hope so. Because ban- like you wouldn't let banana peels sit around in that hot, sweltering weather. I'm not sure you want to eat a dozen bananas, though, in uh-huh. one day. There were at least 12 banana peels on the floor by his bed, surrounding an empty milk bottle. What you stuffing for, I said. Coach says if I can gain 25 pounds by year after next, I can play, he said. This is the quickest way. If you don't throw it all up, jam, I said. I want to ask you something. Shoot, he put down his book and stretched his legs. Miss Gates is a nice lady, ain't she? Why, sure, said Jem. I liked her when I was in her room. She hates Hitler a lot. What's wrong with that? Well, she went on today about how bad it was him treating the Jews like that. Jem, it's not right to persecute anybody, is it? I mean, have mean thoughts about anybody, even, is it? Gracious no, Scout, what's eating you? Well, coming out of the courthouse that night, Miss Gates was. She was going down the steps in front of us. You must have not seen her. She was talking with Miss Stephanie Crawford. 
I heard her say it's time somebody taught him a lesson. They were getting way above themselves. And the next thing they think they can do is marry us. Jem, how can you hate Hitler so bad and then turn around and be ugly about folks right at home? Jem was suddenly furious. He leaped off the bed, grabbed me by the collar and shook me. What? What's going on? Why is he freaking out? I hope he's not going to be a bad person right here because I'm starting to like Jem. I never want to hear about that court. Oh, he's a, he can't. He's traumatized. I never want to hear about that courthouse again. Ever, ever. You hear me? You hear me? Don't you ever say one word to me about it again. You I hear? Guess we, I guess we can cancel our bet and if we think he's going to become a lawyer because it doesn't sound so good now. I still think he might. I hope he does. If he can overcome this, but now go on. That's not nice to do to her. She came to him and he said, go on. And then he, uh, anyways, I was too surprised to cry. I crept from Jem's room and shut the door softly, lest undue noise set him off again. Suddenly tired, I wanted Atticus. He was in the living room and I went to him and tried to get in his lap. Atticus smiled. You're getting so big now. I'll just have to hold a part of you. He held me close. Scout, he said softly. Don't let Jem get you down. He's having a rough time these days. I heard you back there. Atticus said that Jem was trying hard to forget something, but what he was really doing was storing it away for a while until enough time passed. Then he would be able to think about it and sort things out. When he was able to think about it, Jem would be himself again. End of chapter 26. Well, Hitler came up. Old Hitler. (laughs) That old so-and-so. I thought this was a really good chapter. I, I liked that the Nazis came up because they are hateful. They're a hate group. And it's interesting, isn't it, that Harper Lee sewed the two together even back in 1960 yeah. when probably back then the war just ended 15 years earlier or whatever. So probably there wasn't the big literal neo-Nazi movement yet. Like right. people still thought Nazis were bad back then, yeah, even yeah. Southerners. Yeah. I think it's interesting that she she saw that these two groups, like nowadays you'll see the Nazi flag hanging next to the Confederate flag. So I, I liked that that came up. I thought that was a wise point. Why are we not further along in our country? It's seriously insane. It is seriously insane. I don't know. I have no answers. It's an answer I cannot answer. I have no answer for your question. It's time for PPP, Problematic Points to Ponder. What, if anything, would be considered banworthy in this chapter? There was no N-word talk. Nazis were introduced. That's not anything to ban anything about. There's nothing. There's no reason in this chapter. Except, again, point holding the mirror up to people. Yeah, people don't like that. People do not like that. I can't think of anything. All right. Well, listen, I am finally not depressed. Now, that could be the whiskey in this fine lane cake talking. Mm. But finally, I'm happy. Yeah, me too. I'm satisfied with that chapter. Well, that is it for this episode of Bandcamp. Make sure you come uh, listen to the next episode. And uh, if you like this podcast, please share it with someone you think might like it. All right. See you next time. Bye, everyone.